good morning and thank you for joining us on Truth Talk. I um, What a wonderful summer we're having here in Portland, Oregon as we come to you live. I am um, just excited to bring in to one of my friends um, that's going to speak into us today. She's been on Truth Talk before, but um, she has such great information. And as it's summertime, I thought um, it could be a blessing to many of you. So um, Dr. Um, Raquel will be coming in a little bit later this afternoon little bit later and we're going to just be talking about um you know the truth about how we handle things she um really brings in some great tips about how do you let go of pressure as a mom and not um judge yourself how do you deal with mindset and the negativity that you might be having and i just love it because um we'll just be talking about a little bit about this but she is so down to earth and real and you'll see that she has much experience and mariah will um, read us her bio in a minute but if you're here listening i want to invite you to really stay tuned as she is a personal friend of mine somebody who is a true blessing um, and i think you'll truly be blessed so thanks for joining us raquel mariah hit it Dr. Raquel Mueller is a mom empowerment coach and a motivational speaker. She specializes in helping high achieving working moms let go of the pressure to be super women and super moms so they can experience less stress and more joy and fulfillment. Drawing on 17 years of experience in the mental health field, Dr. Mueller harnesses the power of cognitive behavioral strategies to empower clients to transform negative self-talk let go of unrealistic expectations, banish burnout and overwhelm, and reconnect with their own sense of purpose, without, all without the need for therapy. Well, good morning, and thank you for joining us, Dr. Raquel. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. We, I, you know, I just, I just love it. And I love how, um, just this energy, you and I were on another show together, not too long ago, just talking yes. and it's, it's so fun how God has brought us together. And when we have different gifts, they come and they align and we're able to just help one another, but also bless many other people. So, um, I just, um, how's your summer been going? It's been going great. I just returned from a little vacation where I went, I actually went on a retreat and I also spent some time with my family in Florida. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. I, I yeah. Think. I loved it. It was a good, I saw that it's a great example of working from rest as when we, it's so important for us to take that time to, um, to be able to fill ourselves up, to be able to serve again. And I know that you really talk a little bit about, um, letting go of pressure and as moms, right? So that's the one thing about Truth Talk is we kind of just, we take off that mask and we talk about really how you deal with it. So can you share with us um, some tips of maybe how in your in your life as an entrepreneur, successful speaker um, and coach that you have let go of pressure? Wow. You know, I think that so often we are super hard on ourselves, very, critical, right? When we make mistakes, when we have uh, failures, uh, and especially parenting is one of those issues that really can trigger um, shame, right? And so I think it's really important to address that head on and recognize, number one, that everybody is going to make mistakes. Our kids don't come with handbooks, right? <laughs> so we're like figuring it out as we go along. And so I think it's important to realize, you know, we're not perfect. And because we're not perfect, we're going to make mistakes. And this is where having the um, support of other moms is really important 
because they become those sounding boards, right? So often we're really excellent at supporting another person and being a lot less critical and judgmental of that person and being supportive, people that we care about, right? Mm -hmm. So having other people say to us, you know what, you're doing a great job. You're being really hard on yourself right now. And, you know, pointing out also the, the good things that are happening or the good qualities, you know, I think that if we can have that support and also take that, those voices and internalize them, remind ourselves that, you know what, I'm doing the best that I can. One of the biggest things that I like to point out in my talks is that whenever we do criticize ourselves, that's actually coming from a good place, a place that says, I want to do a great job. This is important. Being a mom is the most important job in the world to me. And I want to do it well. I want to show up for my kids, right? And so that criticism is a manifestation of that. So that in itself is a great thing because it shows that you really care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't feel guilty and you wouldn't be beating up on yourself, right? And so having that awareness, I think, is really one of the things that helps to bring that pressure down is, you know, realizing this is coming from a good place. And if I continue beating myself up, that's also not good for me, right? Mm -hmm. in, that, in those moments of shame, we're also uh, more likely to be irritable with our kids and short with our partners as well. Um, we're not able to, you know, really do the best job that we are capable of when we're in that space. So mm -hmm. it really serves us in our families when we're able to um, give ourselves compassion and um, let go of some of that uh, criticism and pressure that we put on ourselves. You bring up an interesting point because um, you're saying that the criticism can be good, but also negative. So I think it's really important that when you're looking at that, that people know how to decipher that, right? Because of course, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to do that, you want to be a good mom. But I also mm -hmm. think that comparison still is a thief of all joy, because sometimes when we're comparing ourselves, we're comparing ourselves to like, you know, um, I guess I, I always love to tell the story because I think back to when um, I was a photographer. I did that for many years. I used to have a, a, a photography business and people didn't know that, but I, that was kind of my um, first entrepreneurship as a mother that I did because I knew I built that business because I wanted to stay home with my kids. And as that grew and I came and I had two children, I was working, you know, a lot in the summertime and doing several weddings. And I had to learn to like say, okay, once I have three weddings, I had to learn to say no so that I could have some time and have a weekend with my family because that's what I had really started it and then assess that later on as time went on. But also to know that this was the big one, that I was a mom with little kids. And as, as being a mom with little kids, um, what I could do was different than a mom that had high school kids oh, or, yeah. or a mom that was an empty nester. Um, and I remember also there was a, um, a photographer that I just really admired and compared myself to, and, you know, I was like, why can't I have that shit? I did, I did on, um, on sites, you know, photography, and she had a studio with all these props and, you know, and I just thought it was amazing. I thought she was so successful. Well, a few years later, she actually filed for bankruptcy. So sometimes we are, and, and you know, and not saying that in any sense, because people are in different places. And so I wish the best from her and, and she did what she needed to do then. And, and we don't even know that whole situation. But my whole point is, is that sometimes we're thinking, well, why can't I have that? And we're thinking that everything's great and rosy. And we're looking through stuff with our, you know, let me just say like with our, 
rose-colored glasses on thinking that everything is great and beautiful when in all truth is what's happening behind is a lot of stress right and so knowing that whatever business we're in or even just being a mom that we serve and that place and not compare ourselves that i think that we are in um we're in that season whatever season we're in right so that's that's really interesting but knowing too that 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 desire within us is that we want to be a better mom and so i think the trick is and i'm sure that you will you relate as well as this is is knowing that as a mom like when we look at another mom with different gifts or how they're doing that is to maybe ask them to mentor or ask them questions of how they're doing that or realize that God has made us each different, right? That we all have different gifts. I And I'll, I'll pop back to you in just a second, but I remember my one friend, um, Amy Kimsey, I just love her dearly. And Amy, if you're watching this from Spokane, hello. She is a, a traveling mama that is just, um, she adopted a few children and her children are so sweet. And how I'm a very direct person, as many of you know, if you listen, you know, I am straight shooter, I tell it how it is. And, um, you know, I, when I was a young mom, I started learning some things from her. She had older kids and her kids would come to my house. And if I served them something they didn't like, they would say, um, no, thank you. That's not my favorite. Oh. And I went, I like that. That's a line I'm going to steal. And so I taught my kids, no, thank you. That's, that's not my favorite. You know, because it's okay to not like something. It's okay to say no, but I could easily teach my kids to say that and to be softer. And so, you know, I learned to look at like, how could I be softer? How could I teach things? Or how could I say things in a softer way to my children? And because I wanted to be that kind of mom. So sometimes we, you know, we just, we're just direct. That's how God made us, but we can also change and do some things differently. So I think that is really like, it's such an interesting part where, part where we're thinking of it as business, or we're thinking as comparing ourselves um, and that criticism as a mom that, you know, also sometimes, you know, I could have interviewed that business person, you know, earlier on and said, what advice would you give me? Right. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give me as um, a photographer? What, you know, where do you think is a wise investment for me? And so many times we get in our mind what we want to do versus just doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you give the mom that maybe has, um, some pressure right now and you're saying find themselves some good friends to su support mamas around them Definitely. um what is what are what are two other things that i can do and i know that you go in and you speak raquel goes and she speaks to different moms groups and does that so mm -hmm. if you have a group um she would love to have you do that and we'll put that information later on of how you can connect with her but what are some other things that you could tell us about taking pressure off of ourselves yeah, I, you know, I want to speak to what you said about the comparison because I definitely play that game and there are occasions still when I catch myself going there and I have to remind myself, that, you know, that's not healthy. That person is a different person that have a different set of circumstances. And like you said, right, sometimes we are telling ourselves a story about how that person has it all together and their life is perfect when in fact that's not really true. But it, it, right? And, and sometimes it's helpful to even go and check it out and ask them, you know, uh, questions and really find out what they're really like. And if you do that, you learn, you know, they're not perfect either, you know, yeah. and that's okay. It's totally okay. So, you know, one of the things, you know, speaking to the, the question of how to let go of the pressure, one of the things that I work with clients on is the question of what can I do where I am with what I have? So it's like you were saying, right? 
different moms are going to be in different circumstances, <clears throat> excuse me, and in different seasons of their lives. And based on your circumstances, you can't compare yourself to somebody else who is in a different spot. So the question of what can I do where I am with what I have, it encourages us to really look at, given my circumstances right now, what can I do that is going to move me one step further to where I want to be, right? And sometimes it's baby steps, right? It's like you just work with what's available to you. You know, what, who can you ask for support in that moment? Or what is something that you can do for yourself? One of the small things, I mean, and I think a way to start small might be, for example, carving out a few minutes in the morning to start the day out with gratitude, to maybe do a little bit of meditation, whether it's, you know, meditation, of course, can be of many different forms, right? And it doesn't, you don't have to be like sitting in a special room or with a special cushion or anything like that. But meditation is simply, you know, focusing your attention on something in particular and really um, being present and mindful uh, in that moment, right? So, so for example, the gratitude, wow, you know, thinking about all the things that are going well in your life, right? Not necessarily the, the lacks, but what is available? Because we, when we do that, we'll find that we are so much more abundant than we realize, right? And here's the other thing, right? God has got us. And, you know, we've heard it a million times, and I'm going to say it once more, is that God is, is always there for us to reach out to, and he's never going to give us more that we can handle, right? And all of the challenges that are coming our way are ways that opportunities for us to grow into a better version of ourselves. So even welcoming the challenges and looking at them as, okay, Lord, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? What is there for me to glean from this experience? What can I do in this situation? You know, illuminate my path that I may find it. And when we take moments of quiet, you know, like that gratitude and that meditation time, that's when we can hear that divine insight, you know, like um, of what to do when we're in the midst of the chaos, we can't hear ourselves reflect. And our, what is it? I think I heard a, um, a, a, somebody say about thoughts, that thoughts are very loud or speaking in, in screams, but our hearts talking whispers. And so in order to hear the whispers, you got to get quiet, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's a, a, a practice to cultivate those moments of quiet, those moments of connecting with our divine wisdom and seeing ourselves through the eyes of love, the eyes of God. You know, that is, that is so powerful. And uh, that's really good. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, if you guys are watching right now, I know you're getting stuff. So put comments in there or any questions that you have, we'd love to, to have Raquel answer those. But I think that's such a powerful question, you know, and I think that, you know, we always hear it said that when you ask good questions, you get good answers, right? And the question you said is, what can I do now with what I have? What do I have available to me? And so many times we, we, I think people either as entrepreneurs or moms say like, this is all we have. And we feel like, you know, this is it. But honestly, we really have a lot of resources available to us. And I think one of the things that I had to learn was to ask for help. 
as a mom, that it's okay, that I didn't have to do it all on my own and to be willing to ask as help for help as an entrepreneur and say, you know what, this is where I want to go, but I don't know how to do it. Or how did you do that? You know? And I think sometimes we want to just pretend like we have it all together. And, you know, um, I think when people see the human side of us, people are there and they want to help. Um, people want to be, people want to help people. There's that need within people um, where they want to be of service. Um, you also said something that I think is really important to talk about, and that's about meditation. Um, and especially on a show like this, because sometimes people really get um, scared about talking about meditation, about the woo-woo. And I know I used to have kind of <laughs> that concept myself, like, because um, we see these images and and, you know, we're not... Um, maybe we think we're not praying to God. And so that's the thing that I learned when I'm, I'm actually a revelation wellness coach. And I really learned a lot about that as I got certified to do that, that, um, we had these moments that were called be still, um, be still and hear God moments. And really it's a form of meditation. There are many different forms that I learned, but I had to almost become open to that because I found like, I would hear somebody say before to meditate. I was like, I didn't meditate nothing. I just talked to God. Well, really that's what it is. Right. Yes. It's, it's, and you, you said that so beautifully. It's to be able to hear those whispers of God, to be able to be still and to listen in that silence, whether that's to music, whether that's reading your Bible, whether that's just sitting still or just praying and, and sitting in God's, you know, outside in God's wilderness and enjoying his beauty and oh listening to what he has. I mean, I think, you know, it's that slowing down. So I just kind of want to break that myth because um, maybe somebody was like me where they're like, I'm not going to meditate because that's all woo woo. Um, I have learned that there are many different ways that you can do that. And there are many, um, it's just, it does really help break the stress, helps you set your day up for success. I love how you talked about having moments of gratitude. Absolutely. And I love what you said about being out in nature, because that is one of the, the, the most powerful ways that we can get in direct contact with the abundance that's all around us and with God's love, right? If you look at the magnificence of all the things that exist in nature and nature includes us, right? That's the cool thing. And, and um, what, that's one of the things that I'm actually cultivating um, more in my own life now is going outside, even if it is for a few minutes at a time in between client sessions, just taking a few moments to just sit there, taking the sun, uh, look at the trees, listen at the sounds of the birds or the breeze, feel that, connect with that. You know, and I think that's so, so powerful. And it goes back to what you were saying about those moments of working from rest, right? You have to put that in. And, and again, it's, um, can, can, you know, set up your whole day in a different way. Oh, and also I love what you said about language. Very, very important, right? That's one of the things that I teach clients as well is to reframe the language that you use. So whenever, so for example, you know, calling yourself a name, like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like if you make a mistake saying I'm so stupid, well, let's reframe that, you know, well, I did something that was not my best, or I made a mistake, I messed up, is much different than saying, I'm stupid, or I don't know what I'm doing, you know, so it's looking at and naming the behavior, rather than making it about our personality, our character, you know, that this is who we are. 
And we can do the same thing as we speak to our children and as we educate them on how to think and how to express themselves, right? It's so powerful, the language that we use to describe ourselves, describe other people, describe our experiences. So it's, that's something to pay attention to as well. And I think something that was really hard for me to learn was my tone. Like how, like, you know, that's something like right now, my kids are um, 11 and 14. And so I'm like, do you want to say that again? Like, let's, I mean, I know what you're saying. You're not meaning anything wrong, but our tone. And I think that was something that I had to learn um, at an older age that really how I said it was my tone and how somebody was able to receive that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, I, you know, I think our language and how we're saying that, but also our tone and how we're delivering that to somebody, whether that's to business or even to our children. And I think, um, also just knowing that, I guess I will say as moms, and maybe you can speak to this too, that sometimes we do make mistakes. We're not going to be perfect, right? And I think just the importance of, um, to our children of apologizing or even to somebody else in business that, you know, well, like I didn't realize how much pressure I was in. Or I didn't realize how that came across or what I was dealing with. I'm really sorry. This is what I meant, you know? And I think that, that, that piece of forgiveness that, that, you know, really makes a difference. What would you say about that? Wow. Well, I would say it is, um, you know, I, apologizing is so, it's such a critical thing because we are, like you said, we're going to make mistakes. And if we want our children to be compassionate human beings who also take responsibility for their own uh, choices and their own behaviors, and we want to share with them how to do that um and so it, and I've, I've been in a position myself where i've had to apologize to my kids you know and i think that is a, a fantastic example that we give to them that when you do mess up and you do hurt somebody's feelings that you apologize that's the appropriate thing to do and again making the the separation between, you know, I'm a horrible person because I hurt somebody's yeah. feelings. You know, it's not that it's, you know, in the, in that particular moment, I didn't show up as my best. And we all have those moments, whether mm -hmm. it's because we're under stress, you know, we were worried about something, whatever the case may be, we all have that potential. Right. Well, so, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, we have, you know, you have so much experience and in doing this for 17 years she brings so much to the table that um we would love you know if you guys have questions or comments put those down below we'd love to hear your thoughts about what we're talking about um because it is so true god has got us recall right but sometimes we it's those people having those right um influences and the right coaches and mentors along the way that really help us through that transition that we can see as a blessing that god brings along to walk alongside us um, i did want to talk about resources so just a couple questions i'd like to ask do you have any favorite verses in the Bible that you turn to that are like your source of comfort or encouragement? Oh, wow. Let's see. I can't think of any right now. Okay, that's okay. Well, you said the one that we know you, you know, earlier on that you get your strength from God and that God's got us, right? Yes. So you know that. So there's oh, that, definitely. which is cool. Yeah. And now sometimes that kind of puts us on, um, can put us on the spot. So sorry. The one that's coming to my mind is just Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, I think is a really powerful one that, um, is so good. You guys that, um, you know, for God, he knows the plans he has for us to prosper us and not to harm us, 
to bring us hope and to bring us a future and, and to do that. Um, I think another one, there was one that I just was, um, this one I love, it's out of, um, Psalms um, 71 is I was just doing some different studying about hope and different things. And it says, in you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me not to escape. I mean, how many times do, as moms do we not want to escape or think of like, I can't do this and, you know, put ourselves down. Um, I mean, I know I have. Um, incline your ear to me and save me. Uh, be my strong um Repetition and to which I may restore continually. You have given me the commandment to save me. You are my rock and my fortress, right? Yeah. So I think, and, and that is from um, Psalm 71, one through three. And I think you guys, like what that is just saying is that, you know, no matter where you're at, times can be tough. We, we might be having the pressure, but if we build our life and our families on a firm foundation, the foundation of God, we can always go to that and apply these skills, which Raquel is talking about um, and do that. So um, that's awesome. And I just, you know, I think the thing that I've learned so much about the Bible and his word in this, and this being true of talk, being based on God's word is that, um, and God, that he is, he is the rock. He's the foundation that, you know, we could take any, one thing that I learned on that so early that, um, and I'll use this example, because this is a personal one for me in my life, um, that I had at one point believed that I was unlovable by men that I would, no one would ever love me again. And that I was unlovable. And I had to learn um, that that was not true. I mean, it, you know, I had just had that mindset that just, I can almost hardly believe that I believe that, that I did. Um, and, you know, I think this, we gotta be honest, right? Because if, what I have learned is that if I could feel that way, somebody else could feel that way. Right. Right. And that God can use everything for his good. And so um, what I learned is that anytime that um, I would believe an old mindset lie, and I would say, oh, this is what that is, I would take it to the Bible. And I would say, what does the Bible say? Ah. And then I could say, oh, well, this is what the Bible says. That's a lie. I can't believe that because this is what is written. Yeah. I'm a child of God. Amen. I am loved. Right? And so... I was able to do that. And that was just a way that I could, you know, I could do it. Love it, you know, and learn what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Well, I, I'm kind. I am lovable, you know? And so, I mean, you know, not a hundred percent of the time, but I was learning those different things. And so I could always take it back and I would say, well, this is what I am. And this is what the Bible says, And that is love that makes me lovable. And so I think that that, if I could share anything about that and about a mindset piece and believing something and the power of the word is that um, when we take it back there, when we speak it, it, it tells us the truth. So. Yeah. Love, uh, love that. There's actually a meditation that I do occasionally where it's basically the, you know, like um, sitting in a, in a quiet spot and sort of visualizing um, God, however that appears, you know, to you, it could be a light, it could be a, you know, a person, it could be an angel, basically picturing love actually is what it is, right? And, and you, okay. know, you know that God is pure love. And if we look at mm -hmm. ourselves through his eyes, you know, we'll realize that we are lovable because he loves us. He created us and that all of us are here for a purpose and are filling a void that if we weren't here, there would be this hole, right? And so the meditation is about like looking at myself through the eyes of God, the eyes of love, 
Um, so, and I find that very, very powerful. So good. Well, you bring us so many great resources and I want to thank you. So uh, one of the other questions I have is you've got 17 years of experience. Um, what books have been very like um, ones that have really spoke to you throughout your your time as an entrepreneur and as a mom? What one, if you were to refer to anybody to a book, what are two or three books you would say, oh, I love these books. You've got to read that. Yes. Well, I love anything Brene Brown. Brene Brown has got several uh fantastic book, The Gifts of Imperfection. I think that's a really um, practical guide because she shares in their principles for what she calls wholehearted living. Um, and it's very short read. Um, and, oh, and by the way, something that I want to share is that I have discovered in, in recent years the uh, Audible. And I find that listening to books on audio has enabled me to access so much more information than I would have just by, you know, trying to read the books because I also, I'm kind of a slow reader anyways. And uh -huh. then uh, I would fall asleep if I try to read at night, uh, which is my most likely time to be able to read something. Anyway, so all of that to say, uh, I love the Audible app and, and audiobooks. Another book that I, um, so Give Some Imperfection is one. Currently, I'm actually reading another one of Brené Brown's books, Rising Strong, uh, and I'm finding that uh, very helpful as well. It talks about when we do make mistakes and when we do mess up or when we do have those moments where she calls them, you know, when you're down in the arena and you have your kind of, uh, you know, face down in the arena moments and how to rise from that. And uh, she gives a whole process for, for, for doing that. I also love to recommend the book, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which is all about living in our zone of genius and, um, and also allowing ourselves to experience more good in our lives mm -hmm. because we have this kind of set point of how much love, how much success, how much joy, how much peace we can experience before we start feeling scared that something bad's going to happen right? Or do something to sabotage that happiness or that um, peace. So love, love, love Gay Hendrix's um, The Big Leap. Um, what else? As an entrepreneur, stuff that I found um, really helpful. Um, well, here's a couple of classics. Uh, Think and Grow Rich is one. Mm -hmm. And um, the other one, Wallace Waddles. I'm trying to think of the, oh my gosh. I listen to this book, I swear, like almost every day. And I can't remember the name of it now. Um, the Science of Getting Rich. Oh. But here's the thing, right? It's not, it's, these books, believe it or not, contain a lot of really powerful spiritual concepts. It doesn't sound like it from the title, right? But they do. And it's, it's, uh, so I would really recommend those. Those have been really helpful for me um, as well. Well, those are good books. And I love it because I've pretty much, I've read every one of them. I haven't listened to the Science of Getting Rich, so I'm going to put that on my list. But here's the thing that cracks me up, you guys, is because a lot of times when we surround ourselves with people, and I already shared with you earlier that Dr. Raquel is a friend of mine, right? That we make each other better. Well, she doesn't know this, but this was the resource I was bringing to you guys today. Oh, and it's Brene Brown, the first book 
that she put on, which is the gift of imperfection. I lead, um, I help lead a, a, um, a, uh, um, a book club with the Christian Network. And so that's one that I'm reading. I'm also reading um, The Backroads to Belonging right now, which is a new book out by Kristen Strong, who is a new, um, kind of a new new entrepreneur out on the market. So I love reading Christian um, entrepreneurs and people who are getting God's word out and putting that out. So um, so Kristen Strong, I'll just give, throw that out to you. Um, the back of the, the Roads of Belonging, it's about community and and whatnot, and uh, I was asked to be a part of her book launch, so I'm reading that, oh, and so you'll, you'll see more and more of that coming out soon, because I'm one of the first to have her book, but um, The Gifts of Imperfection, it is such a good book, and I, and by Brene Brown, she really um, does, she speaks very truthful, um, she, you know, she actually has a show right now on Netflix, a little bit about oh. her, if you have Netflix, you can watch that, I will say it does have some um, profanity in it, so if you are a person that is offended by that, you won't want to watch that with your children but um she does share stuff and i think um it's very um good that she just talks about what her goal her, her mission is you you mentioned that very well about the wholehearted living and really it kind of um came to, you know she talks about on the um on the on netflix how she really started talking a little bit more about being authentic and how she'd went to speak to people and um she was going to go give her normal talk and ended up saying told her husband like i'm not doing my normal talk i'm going to be like talking now about being um authentic and so she went out there and she did that ted talk about being authentic and being real and you know that and they're like here's really what's going on here's what we're struggling with and she gave that TED talk and she's like, oh my gosh, what did I do? She wanted to pull it off because she oh, was that's like, right. that's like right. nobody will see it. And then it just like, it went gangbusters. And that's really what has propelled her, her um, speaking a business forward to another level for people to know that. Cause she is, she really is a straight shooter. She tells it for what it is. Um, I love her, you know, her, just how she talks about stuff, her wisdom that she shares in the books that are so practical. So those are really good books. I would, I would agree. Um, Dr. Raquel. And I think the other part is just, um, you know, that I, that I want to take from that, you guys, is that when we are real, when we are true, um, to what we've experienced in the positive, right? Like, you know, not being negative about what it is. God is able, and we can stand on our story. God can use that for all of his good when we have healed properly. And it, and it lets somebody else see um, where they can be and gives them hope. And so um, I, you know, whatever your story is or wherever you're at, whatever your giftings are, you know, no God that can get you. And it's so much more fun to just be you, right? To be you for who, who you are and who God created you because you are uniquely created. Um, so I know Raquel, the other thing that you do is you have, um, I don't, you know, I love all those resources that you gave us, but I just wanted to briefly talk a little bit about, um, you have a system that you have created for women. Um, and I just wanted to give you an opportunity to just speak a little bit about that briefly. Um, to give us just a little sneak, you know, maybe like a little cliff note of what that is so yeah. that if somebody wants to work with you more, that they would know a little bit more about what you offer. Oh, thank you. Sure. I'd love that. So the system is actually called WOMAN. That's the uh, acronym that I use and it stands for W is work on your mindset, which is all about, again, the perspective uh, shifting uh, of looking at things in a more positive, constructive way, talking to ourselves in a more helpful and supportive manner um, in order that we can show up better. There's uh, O, which is operate from overflow, which is uh, akin to your notion of working from rest, right? It's keeping our cups full, keeping ourselves nourished physically, emotionally, 
and spiritually, doing the kinds of activities that are going to fill us up so that we can pour more out without depleting ourselves. And then there's the M, which is for mastering self-acceptance, self-compassion is a very big thing to be compassionate with ourselves, particularly when we make mistakes or we're going through something difficult. Um, and then the A is for activating your awesomeness, which is all about um, using the gifts that we've been given for the good of humanity, right? Connecting with our sense of purpose, connecting with the things that really bring us alive. Because when we show up in that way as being alive, we bring so much more to everybody around us, including our families, including our coworkers, our clients, uh, customers, whoever you know we come in contact with. We just bring that light everywhere. And then the N is for nurturing relationships. So going back to the point earlier about having a community of people that you can be yourself with, that you can bring your triumphs and your struggles to and get support. So I think so many women crave that connection and it's not there for them. So I think it's really crucial to find those people. It's not going to be everybody, right? But having those select people that, you know, I know this person is really, you know, is authentic, that this person doesn't judge me. This person is here for me. And those are the people that we want to share ourselves with and, um, and form those connections with. Yeah, so that's the that's the woman system. Well, that's awesome. Well, we want to just thank you so much, Raquel, for coming and joining us today, for um, being of such service. And I know that you are out in your community serving and and really growing your business and have so much, um, have brought to so many different things. So again, I want to just thank you for coming on um, and sharing that, talking about how can we bust through pressure how do we, you know, have that realization of uh, it's like, here's what I'm going through and, and what are some things that I can do to change and shift that um, and to, you know, to deal with our mindset, powerful ways to deal with our mindset, as well as just, you know, there's so many golden nuggets that you shared. So I just want to thank you so much for doing that. Some great books. If you haven't read a book to do, if you want some more support, reach out to Raquel. Give us your comments and feedback down below. We want to hear that because we're here to serve you. So have a blessed day and we will see you next week on Truth Talk. I want